This is the Bushwick Variety Show. And I'm Alec the Third. Greetings, neighbors, friends, citizens of the world, and conscious beings of all various types. Thank you so much for listening to the Bushwick Variety Show. I hope you are doing well. I hope you are pursuing your purpose. The sweetest sound is hard to understand, but if I pause, it will come. That was written by today's guest, Becca Brunel. Becca is an actor, a singer, and a purpose seeker. Uh, If you go to her website, that's how she describes herself, and that is absolutely accurate, and she is very instrumental and helpful in um, helping people find and define their their why, their purpose. Simon Sinek wrote a book called Start With Why, and it's basically about a lot of people get hung up on the what um, when we should be focusing on the why. And one of the very best people I know is Becca Brunel in helping people with their why discovery. Um, And it's super helpful to kind of have your purpose, your why defined for yourself, both so that you can share it with others and also it kind of anchors and gives you direction. Um, It's helped me with this podcast. So my personal why is to elevate others and myself so that together we can reach new heights. I found that with Becca. Um, So you can check that out at BeccaBrunel.com. Or you can check out her uh, website, SeekingPurposeOnline.com. And actually right now, she has a 30-day training starting in just about six days from the day this is released Um, It's called the Purpose Seeker Training Program. It's going to be 30 days. The links are in the show notes. We're going to talk about it in this episode. So be sure to check it out. Um, I know that it's filling up, so there's only a few slots left. But if you are looking for some purpose, some inspiration, some guidance, and some tools to kind of help you anchor yourself in these uncertain times, uh, take advantage of that. Um, She's great. So without further ado... This is Becca Brunel. Let's have a conversation. What's up, Alex? How you doing? Perfect timing. Oh, I'm so sorry I couldn't be on right at 1130. I tried, but I had to pee and get some coffee. So. It is all good. I, uh, I just um, got a little mini headspace meditation in. Ah, delightful. I'm going to switch my audio for a moment, in just a moment. I'm getting set up. Mm -hmm. So sorry. No worries. Great. Can you hear that? Yep. Just let me get my earbuds and then I'll be ready. You'll have my full undivided attention. How are you? I'm good. How about you? I'm good. I'm getting a little tired of not leaving yeah do you get out at all i yeah i mean i i go out and go for walks and see some friends that that we've kind of formed a pod but yeah what about you do you get out at all yeah um we have we have a pod as well um and i live in bushwick and i've lived here for 11 years now so it's kind of it's its own bubble for sure Mm -hmm. um yeah but I feel you on, uh, I, I feel like I'm feeling um, the seasons, like the seasonal change more this year. I definitely have experienced like seasonal depression before, 
and I think I'm feeling it a little bit this year. Um, mm. Yeah, just kind of a change in the energy. Um, still optimistic and stuff for the future, but like, yeah, you know, it's like the the year is waning now. So, yeah, yeah, I so hear that and feel that the change is like so obvious right now. It is crazy. Uh, let me turn off my sound machine. I forgot about that. Hold on one second. No worries. <laughs> uh, so question for you off the bat. I think a good yes. official first question. Um, we're, we're rolling already. Um, I'll probably start somewhere in there, but like Great. official, official first question, I think for you, and I don't do this for everybody, but for you, there's a very, a pro pro uh, question, I think, which is, Becca, what is your why? <laughs> well, I'm glad you asked, Alec. My why is to create human connections so that others feel known. Mm -hmm. And uh, and then follow up question: uh, How do you kind of put that into practice? Ooh, that's a great question. I mean, how do I put it into practice? It is really when I say that my why is my North star, it, it, it truly is. I have um, reminders of my why everywhere in my room. I actually currently have my golden circle framed on my wall. Um, one of my previous clients made a beautiful rendering of my golden circle for me and sent it to me. And so it's on my wall. Um, I, but I have reminders that, that say like celebrate humanity and see everyone please is another one of them. Um, which I like just remind me to stay present and stay connected. Um, and also in everything that I do in all of my, um, business practices, I, I make sure that anything that I'm putting out into the world, does this create human connection? Does this promote community? Does this, um, and I go off, I go down the list. Does this make sure that people are feeling seen, heard, and loved, which is, or promote people feeling seen, heard, and loved because I, you know, we can't, we can't, uh, guarantee the impact of our actions. Right. Um, mm -hmm. but which is the being seen, heard, and loved is kind of the underlying value of being known um what i think of that uh, as anyway but yeah i don't know did that answer your question to the <laughs> yeah definitely um and i can also tell you that like um how i'm doing right now is feeling a little spread thin also and i mean i think it's something that I, that's going to be my thing forever because mm. i like to take on different things and <sighs> I'm better having too much than, than too much idle time. Mm -hmm. um, however, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes that can present challenges if I'm not as organized as I need to be. And that's not my, my superpower, my specialty. Mm -hmm. And so this podcast has been going now, like probably coming up on like two and a half years. And I try to release them two times a week. There've been times where like, there was like a month or two in there where I just took some time off um, and thought about going to once a week. And I can't explain why the two times a week. It's like, it's too, it's one of those things that's too much, but I think it's worth it. Um, and 
but of like different things in my life I've been like sometimes coming back to like should I keep doing this and then for me like a year ago I think it was about a year ago that we sat down um kind of defining what my why was when I think about that when I'm thinking about different things that I want to take on or take a step back from um it's just obvious to me that like the podcast is something that I can do that is the why in practice Mm. um and so so yeah so then it's like okay well then I have to keep doing it you know I mean I don't have to but it's like if I want to keep that alignment um Mm. and then kind of like whenever that was in the pandemic a few months and sort of like okay I'm gonna refocus and get down to it then there were some things that happened um that kind of affirmed that um so yes i just want to thank you for that work um and for people that don't know kind of what we're talking about here um (laughs) could you kind of tell people like what what the why is and like what the why discovery and golden circle work is a little bit Yeah. So the golden circle is a framework developed by Simon Sinek. Um, He talks about it in his Ted talk. uh, I believe it's called um, why great or how great leaders are able to inspire or something like that. I'm sure that if you just search Simon Sinek Ted talk, it will be the first thing that comes up. It's like the third most watched Ted talk of all time. Um, Mm -hmm. But basically what it does is it outlines exactly that, why some leaders are able to inspire while others aren't. And the idea behind it is that they have a strong sense of why they do what they do. Um, Simon's kind of like catchphrase is people don't buy what you do, they buy why you do it. Um, I describe your why as your North Star, um, the, the thing that makes you get up in the morning, the change that you want to see in the world. Um, most recently, I've been describing it as your humanity. And to take on, um, this is a little bit of a sidebar, but to take on uh, finding your why and, and claiming your why, um, uh, really it's, it's articulating and claiming rather than just finding, um, because it already exists within you, uh, is to acknowledge your own humanity and the humanity of others around you. Um, it, it comes from your personal life experience, the way that you view the world and how you behave in the world when you're showing up as your best self. So um, the circle looks like three concentric circles. At the middle is the why, and followed by the hows in, um, after that, and then the whats. The hows act as your values in action, is what I like to call them. I think that this is the more important part of the golden circle. It's important to find your why and to have that North Star, but what is a why without action? Like, what are your values without putting them into action? You can have values and, you know, sit on the couch eating popcorn all day, which I would love to do a lot. (laughs) Um, But are you in integrity with your why? Your hows are the thing that keep you on that track. Um, And then your what's are the things that you do. Everyone knows what they do. Um, Teacher, friend, your what's could also be the products that you sell, um, ideas, that you have that you put into the world social media for all you Mm -hmm. actors out there your audition book um the monologues that you do uh but yeah that's kind of the explanation of the golden circle 
That reminds me of like talking about the whys and the hows. Um, I was just talking with my wife this morning because we got in, not in an argument, but like I was sharing her something like an audiobook that I was into. And she was sort of like, well, you're more into like the self-help stuff than me. And I was just, it was like something where it was, I wasn't, she thought I was trying to make her listen to something. Um, but I wasn't, I was just excited about this. Um, and anyway, it was like a back and forth. And then this morning, like, like when we were both getting ready, I put on YouTube, um, there's a podcast called Finding Mastery and mm. they were having a conversation about, you know, the circumstances that we're born into or our current circumstances, mm. however we got there and how, um, no matter what those are, it may be very challenging, but that usually we we can decide to like get out of of them and get we can decide kind of where we want to go um but it might take really hard work um and we kind of had a conversation about that um and then i called out to her like ah so you are into this a little bit um <laughs> but but then i was like a thing that i've had for a while is like you remember the secret and when that was popular um, oh, yeah. that was popular to make fun of the secret. Uh, <laughs> one of the things I thought that a lot of people missed about it when they were kind of making fun of it is that a lot of people interpreted it that um, if you just think positively and think about what you want, you can like manifest it. But like the thing about it, even in the secret is they say you you start with your mind, but then you do have to take action. So it's not, it's not that if you just sit on the couch that everything is going to come to you, like you said. So. Yes. Oh, Alec, you are speaking straight to my heart and soul. Um, I also think, and I think this idea was implanted in me because Jen Waldman may have said this at some point. Um, But it's something I've been thinking about a lot lately is that when people talk about manifestation and they talk about like, oh, the universe like allowed this thing to happen for me or the universe did this for me. Um, Not only does it, you are taking yourself off the hook for the things that you um, are not doing well or the ways that you could have shown up better, but you're also not taking ownership over the things that you have done that are amazing and all of the hard work that goes into, um, like if you finally booked your Broadway contract, like you put in the hard work, that was you. And you didn't do it alone, but it cer- you certainly didn't just sit on the couch and wait for your Broadway contract to come to you. That was certainly not what happened. Um, so I am so glad that you called that out because it takes so much action and it does start with the mindset. Um, but it is the action that gets us where we want to be, not just the mindset. Mm-hmm. Um, and where I do think the mindset and like why, like I've been thinking about it and s- kind of doubling down like the the work at Jen Waldman studio like the acting work is phenomenal um the artistic work is phenomenal but what's ended up being super important to me is the mindset work and Mm -hmm. I think the thing about it is like in that same interview today they were talking about how when like basically 
things are going to get hard at a certain point. Mm -hmm. Um, and it gave the analogy of like, if you're working out, there's a point where it's not fun (laughs) where your mind and kind of your emotions might tell you to stop, even though you have like further to go. And that right there, that like challenging point, that's Mm -hmm. like where the actual growth happens. Like for athletes, like literally that's it. And then I think for actors and I think for anybody else also, it's like, the hard part is the magic part. Um, Mm -hmm. And that's where like, I think working on the mind is important so that like you can build like mental toughness when like ahead of time Mm -hmm. so that when the challenges come up, you have like a framework or you have tools that like can help, help get you through that. Yes. Uh, Alec, are you like, you can't even see what I'm mapping out back there, but um, I'm currently mapping out a training program that is exactly what you are talking, what you're speaking to, like nice. taking action and building relationship to self, relationship to others and relationship to our purpose so that we can live an intentional life filled with abundance mm-hmm. and resilience. Um, do you have a name of the workshop or like what? Yeah. So the the name of my business is called Seeking Purpose. Mm-hmm. Um and this is called the Purpose uh the the Seeking Purpose training program. Mm-hmm. It's 30 days. Nice. And mm-hmm. uh when are you planning to launch it? Do you have like a specific day in mind or do? <laughs> <laughs> um November, the first week of November. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we could probably time this to align a little bit ahead of that. That'd be yeah. great. I, that, uh, yeah. So why don't we talk about that a little bit further? That that sounds yeah interesting, super cool. fascinating. Um, yeah. So um, the Seeking Purpose Training Program is a 30-day program that it serves to – well, let me back up a second um, – The reason that this is in existence is a couple of reasons. Uh, About a year ago, I took the Big Ideas Lab with Peter Shepard and Jen Waldman. I'm in it right now. No way! You're in the the first week just started. And you had class yesterday, right? Uh, Monday. A couple days ago? Monday. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, today is Wednesday, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Pandemic times. I'm so excited for you because this class literally changed my life. Um, And I wanted, actually, by the way, I wanted to be in it last year. It was just, I had done a couple of like intensives, like I had done a play and then I did like an intensive. And so it was just sort of a matter of Mm. like time, money, resources. But it was like one of those things where when I saw it pop up, it was like, dang it, I wish, like if I had known, I would have probably, like, it was like, I, I need to do that. Um, but mm-hmm. I didn't apply last year. And this year I was like, okay. Like, it's time. Cause I know you, I know Carly, I know there's other people. Yeah. But yeah. so that was. Oh, I am so thrilled for you. And I can't wait to hear all of your thoughts about it. Oh, I can't wait to see what you do with it. Um, well, the idea that I, I, the idea that I went into the big ideas lab and for people who are not familiar with the big ideas lab basically it's turning a big idea (laughs) into um 
it was it was very much focused on like keynoting when mm-hmm. I was in it. I don't know if that's still um, what you're doing, but into like keynote workshop, um, something uh, monetizable so that you can get your big idea out there. It's for people who are actually passionate about what it is that they have to put out into the world. Um, and there are some extraordinary ideas in these in these cohorts. It's incredible. Um, but the idea that I had was around resilience and, and building resilience for artists um, so that when you walk into a audition scenario or a class scenario or something and things don't go the way that you planned or um, don't go your way. I mean, we're told no so much mm-hmm. <laughs> as artists um, and that can be really debilitating. And I had kind of like found these practices for myself and was trying to figure out how to um, tie it into what I do as a purpose seeker and what I do as um, an artist and, 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 share what I had to give with other artists. After a year of doing um, a lot of research about resilience and um, trying to figure out what the format of this program would be, um, I finally landed on it. And it is a 30-day training program um, that is Resilience is a byproduct of the program, um, but what it really does is moves us towards uh, living a purpose-driven and intentional life. Um, what I realized is that when I do a Y discovery with people, um, I'm giving them essentially a uh, the compass to help them find their way, but no tools to keep to sustain them on the path. Um, and so it's just kind of like, here's your golden circle. Go ahead, little birdie fly. And uh, no tools to sustain them along the way. And, and I wanted, I, I saw how deep that need was. Um, and this gives them the tools. So what it does is it strengthens relationship to self, relationship to community, and relationship to purpose, which are three of the really big um, uh, the really big areas to strengthen when strengthening resilience. Um, and I've learned about this from reading a bunch of research and, and things like that done by other people. Um, not by myself, but you know, doing. Hold on. I'm going to get these guys. All right. Come on. Come Come on. Come on. Okay. Sorry about that. That's okay. Is your dog's name quasi like quasi? Quasi. Oh, Fozzie. Fozzie, like Fozzie yeah. Bear. Yes. Ah! I love yeah. that. Um, I also think Quasi is a great name for Doc. Um, yeah. Oh, so it serves to um, strengthen those three areas, relationship to self, relationship to community, and relationship to purpose. Um, and every day uh, there will be a Slack channel, um, and I'm capping it uh, at – I haven't – I haven't released the number that I'm capping it at, but I'm capping it. It's going to be a limited amount of space because I really community aspect is so important um, to strengthening resilience and to strengthening uh, community, of course. Um, but I am going to have a Slack channel where everyone can engage with each other and I will be posting daily different journal prompts, different exercises um, and different just like things to do every day, activities every day um, 
some more emotionally emotional labor heavy heavy than others um some are as simple as just like hey get outside i know you have five minutes drop everything you're doing and stand outside feel the sun on your face don't bring your phone um you know walk on around the block whatever you need to do just remember to breathe and you're alive like those kinds of things or it is it is really getting in and digging into okay what your question that you asked me, how do you put your why into action? Um, Brainstorming a bunch of different ways that you can be doing that. Um, And I give them frameworks with which to work with. Um, And there will be a, there will be three zoom calls, one at the beginning, one at the middle, one at the end um, for to check in and set our intentions, see how we're doing in the middle and then wrapping it up and going out into the world. Um, I, my intention with this, with this training program is that I, you can take this any number of times and you will see some of the same things, but it will, there will always be something new and always be something, um, a new exercise or a new journal prompt or a new something to take with you that you can try out and create other new habits along the way. So nice. That is the training program. Oh, and I'll be in the Slack channel as well and interacting with everyone and um, helping people with their progress. And yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's interesting. Those three things are kind of the biggest, my biggest like takeaways from the pandemic. Oh, yeah. um, like that was like the first gift was like clarity of purpose Mm. Um, and then yeah getting in touch with the self and then strangely community during this time like like it's unfortunate uh, like it's sad and my heart goes out to anybody like who lost somebody because of this um but also like as hard as things are as scary as the upcoming election is um Mm -hmm. to remember for the most part like any of us at least born here there are places in the world where this is not necessarily the case but like for most of us here right now living in new york um we're living in it's i mean social media is tricky like it's maybe does a number on the mental health that we don't fully understand. Um, But the ability to be able to communicate with people and stay in contact with people, it's not the Mm -hmm. same as in person. Um, Mm -hmm. But for this to happen now, when we have technology where it is now, um, it's like, if I have to go through a global, global pandemic, this is probably the best time there's ever been to be able to do it. Um, And then, in New York, the constant go, go, go to have the time that we have right now to like go outside and like move a little bit slower. It's been a gift, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I can't imagine having, be uh, going through this at a time when we didn't have the technology to be able to connect with people like this, to be able to have Zoom. I mean, as tired as I am of not being together in person. I'm, I am so grateful every day that we can communicate with each other this way. 
because community mm-hmm. is, you're right. It's so important. It is, I don't think I, I fully realized how important it was until this global pandemic. I think that a lot of us are feeling that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you, so like this program, were you, I know you were already like working on it, but did mm-hmm. you find kind of clarity during this time? Like kind of how did it come together? 100%. Um, I, it's funny because I um, also during this time have gone on a, a journey of uh, deep work on myself. Um, hello therapy. Uh, for the first time ever, y'all highly recommend. Um, I, yeah. And so I've been doing a lot of this deep work on myself and that has kind of helped me understand a lot and, and put language around a lot of what I was trying to say. Um, and so that's been really helpful. Uh, and something that has happened during this time and kind of as a result of this time. Um, and the other thing is, I think that kind of having to spend so much time, uh, not fully alone, but, you know, I think that a lot of us are more alone and not, I don't mean alone as in like the lonely sense. I mean, I did, there's definitely like loneliness there, but I mean, just like in a room by myself, um, has allowed me to not have this constant, like other people's ideas constantly, um, in my brain. So it's freed up a little bit of space for me to gain the clarity that I needed to put the work out there. Does any of that make sense? Absolutely. Great. (laughs) I just feel like I just said some words that I wasn't sure if they made sense, but they made sense in my head. So no, like, I think that's like it, like, you know, we need time to process things. Um, also yes. I want to say to anybody listening, cause I think, um, I'm very grateful to the studio and mm-hmm. I was doing, I did shine this year. Like I did shine in January. Oh my gosh. And it was only, or February, whenever that was, which basically the program was ending right when the pandemic hit. That was like the final part of the program. So it kind of shifted and it actually got extended a little bit. And it was only recently that I realized that um, a lot of the people I was in that experience with, like Mm -hmm. kind of... I think um, had a similar experience to me in the pandemic, as did a lot of people like who did like Big Ideas Lab or did like these different things, the mindfulness work at the studio um, to where basically I found like, you know, a month or two in to be like one of the most inspiring kind of creative times that I've Mm -hmm. ever had. Um, but then to know like that, uh, like people, there's no wrong way to experience this pandemic. So some people are really struggling with it and Mm -hmm. not to say I haven't had my struggles and I kind of feel like right now I'm going through kind of a dip and like a transition. Um, but like basically I, the last couple of months I haven't been taking classes at the Mm -hmm. studio 
um, to try to give more time to process and implement. Um, and I'll like say like, it's, it's hard actually, like not have, like having the downtime and having to like build the structure for myself has been really hard. So anybody listening to this, I think either struggling with some of these things, um, mm-hmm. seeking purpose, mm-hmm. seeking clarity. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll just say like, I encourage you to check out this program. Like I know Becca and I did the Y discovery with her, but I'll also say like, even if you have a self practice, doing these things with a group, with a community is so helpful. Um, it just, it, it makes it easier to actually show up and be accountable and do like, at least for, I think for anybody though, like that's the case. So, so check it out. That's what I'm saying. Long-windedly. Thanks. Thanks for that, uh, that plug there. I mean, yeah, the, the, it's, it's one thing to do these things by yourself. It's another thing to do them with community and people who are also working towards something similar. You know, your goals at the end of it may not be similar, like may not be the same, but you're doing, you're on like parallel tracks, right? Like you're doing the same exercises as everyone else. Um, and each person's going to have a different discovery and to have support, especially right now, and have a community is, I I just can't talk about how important that is enough. Mm -hmm. And also like, I'm trying to say this in a way that's not, well, no, I'll just say it. Uh, Mm -hmm. Also the thing about community is when you show up for others, um, people show up for you. And mm-hmm. I don't mean this in a selfish way, but I also do. And I think this is something that Simon talks about, that Seth talks about. It's like the, there's this old school mentality of business about like taking and about winning and stuff like that. But like, there's another thing where it's like, really like if you show up for others with generosity, like it does not go like it does not go out nowhere. Now it doesn't necessarily mean that if I show up for Becca, well now Becca owes me. That's not how it works. Mm-mm. It's just like when you show up for others, others show up for you. Like, like they're, I don't know. I, I like, that's just been something that I've found like during the pandemic also with community. Mm-hmm. Like I'm super great. Like I've received gifts, you know what I mean? Like where it's just sort of like, there's this thing maybe you want to do and you're trying to do it for yourself. You're trying to figure it out for yourself and maybe you're not making as much progress that you want. Mm. Um, And then out like of left field, somebody will just be like, Hey, do you want to do this like thing with me? And it's like, yeah, that's actually this thing I've been like struggling with like trying to find um and it just somebody just gives it to you some kind like yeah. i don't know i don't know if that makes any sense but it's like community oh, really is powerful yeah and and it it feels good to be able to show up for someone else especially like mm-hmm. you know we care about the people who are in our communities and so of course we want to show up for them also showing up for others is a very vulnerable act it is just as vulnerable if not more than receiving um yeah. And 
I, I don't think it's selfish to your point before to say when you show up for others, others will show up for you because, um, you know, if, if we're only showing up, there's the, there's, have you heard the poker chip analogy about, about this, where you start your day and this is a way to talk about introverts, but I've heard it recently talked about, um, in terms of showing up for others, um, where you start your day with a certain number of poker chips. And if you spend all of your poker chips only serving other people, eventually you're even going to run out of your reserve of poker chips that you have stockpiled. And then that's not going to be great for you. Like you have to refill yourself. And part of the way that you refill yourself is by receiving from other people. Um, and it's just kind of like this constant exchange of poker chips rather than you just spending every single one um, right. all the time uh, by or giving away all of yours all the time. Um, there needs to be like this circular flow of poker mm -hmm. chips so that we're not uh, we're we're keeping our reserve, we're keeping our energy, we're staying um, present with ourselves while also being able to give to other people. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I think there's also, that's a thing to know also. It's like, you, like everybody can contribute something, mm -hmm. but there are ways to figure out things that you can contribute to and how, because it's not necessarily monetarily either. It's like if it's in service, it's like how do you, how do you show up in service? Um, what do you spend your money on? But it's like what kind of lights you up like there's a way to like show up your way um yeah like i don't know if that makes any sense um yeah you were talking earlier though about the why discovery and how you mm -hmm. kind of give people a framework um but you don't give like not it's not necessarily tools but you did when we did ours i remember i don't remember all of the hows but one of them was like meditation just because mm -hmm. I think I've talked about like how I know that I need it mm -hmm. um, and so that's been something I've been trying to incorporate like through the pandemic um, yeah. and Headspace had like they gave away a year free like if you were unemployed at the beginning of the pandemic so I took advantage of that and it's yeah. been like an off and on thing I just keep coming back to it but I'm on a 10 day streak now. So <gasps> you know, here we go. That's amazing. Oh my gosh. And now that you've got that streak going, you're not going to want to break your streak. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, so something that this was reminding me of was it was probably about 10, 11 years ago. Mm -hmm. I, so I'm early in New York. I like it was kind of a dark time <laughs> um I kind of epically quit slash got fired from this up uh, this one job because mm -hmm. I thought I had this other job and it was like I was a singing bartender on the spirit of New York mm -hmm. and then I worked the holiday season at Ellen Stardust and thought I had something secured there um and basically both went away poof and then this other, and then like I was working this other place and like that was kind of in jeopardy also. Mm -hmm. And I remember like, 
I don't know, I was like really de- like kind of depressed, had like gone through like kind of a breakup. And that time, like talking about like taking action versus like minding your mindset. That time, I remember talking to my mom and she was telling me, well, you need to get out there and like drop your resume places. And that time I said, no, like right now, I can't do that. Like where I'm at right now, if I'm dropping my resume and like, like kind of feeling rejection, Mm -hmm. that's going to like spiral me to a place that I don't, I can't afford to go. So I'm not gonna, like, I'm not going to do that. And that time, like, I do feel like I kind of manifested, like, like a different situation, but it was like action, but it's like, I think there is a thing about being in touch with yourself enough to kind of like know what you need and so when we're talking about showing up in service it's like Mm -hmm. you can only show up in service if you're in a healthy place to be able to do that yes like a sick person sick contagious person should not be trying to like heal people Mm -hmm. like or like yeah like like yeah maybe you should get better first before yeah like, cause, cause you're going to give me whatever you have. Or like, if you have like resources to donate, like maybe there's another way, but like you need to heal yourself. Yeah. Before you go in a hospital trying to like operate on somebody else, you know? Right. If, if you are contagious. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Probably a good time to stay home um, mm-hmm. in, in the medical profession. Um, Yeah. I mean, what you just described is living with intention. You know, like you ask yourself, well, what do I need right now? Um, What is going to completely deplete me of all of my resources? And what, how can I build myself back up so that I can open myself to opportunity and get to a place where I feel like I can apply for the job that I actually want? And I, there's something to be said for that. And I think, like you said, like that's action. Like that's the action that you took. Um, yeah. Yeah. So oh, what else God. is going on? What else is going on with you? What um, else is going on with me? Oh, I'm sorry. I cut you off. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, like, are you still doing why discoveries? Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, I, I will always be doing why discoveries. Um, always have i i've shifted my scheduling so now you can schedule an appointment right from my website which is just seekingpurposeonline.com um because seekingpurpose.com was taken so seeking purpose online it is um which is fine um yeah so i i've kind of shifted how i do the scheduling for that which has been a dream mm-hmm. <laughs> because i can just be like here's the link to my scheduling rather than having to go back and forth with yep uh, dates that I'm available. <laughs> yeah. Like that's something that I finally set up also. Well, you know, shout out to Hannah for helping me set that up. But like, She's so great. Yeah. Um, and that's like a thing, like I, I needed help like with some of the organization um, and 
yeah, the biggest nightmare with this podcast was overtime, just the mm. back and forth on the scheduling, just like, mm-hmm. because especially you're talking to a lot of other artists, which I'm sure you are. So it's like, the these aren't, some have nine to fives, but like most people, even if they have a nine to five, it's more complicated than that. Like after five, there's classes, there's self tapes do whatever, like whatever it is, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I am fully starting to understand the uh, delegation <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. idea. I, I always, I don't know. I like to have my hands on everything and I like to control things. I don't know if you are this way too, but um, I have until recently written all of my emails and done all of the scheduling and done all of it myself. Um, but there is something to saying, I'm going to take this off of my plate because this is taking so much of my time Mm -hmm. that I could be doing other things. And also like a lot of energy that, you know, again, finite resources, right? Yep. So man, make it easy on yourself, friends. Yeah. (laughs) Now, were you a very organized person? Like, are you naturally like an organized person or? Yeah. Oh, yes. All of, all of my friends are laughing hysterically right now. <laughs> um, I am perhaps a little over-organized. One of my favorite things to do is organize. Nice. Yeah. yeah and that's something that I think, um, like, as far as like, like I'm a, I am a very, I guess I was thinking about this the other day. Like I didn't know where I fell on this and I don't even fully know the different types, but when they say a type A personality, um, I am sort of, and I, um, that was like a, you know, we just keep learning things about ourselves, but like, but, but yeah, but like one of the things about that I think is important is kind of knowing where you fall short. And so for me, like I can keep and I have for the longest time and still do still default back to it where I keep a lot of schedules in my brain, um, which is, it's just a waste of brain space, basically. Um, you know what I mean? Cause it's like, yeah. what, what ends up happening is then instead of being fully in the moment, sometimes like I have deadlines in my head versus when I have them written down on paper, mm-hmm. I can like glance at them and don't have to like keep kind of replaying them in my head. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Do you write them down on paper or do you like keep I, them electronically as well? Or I've gotten better at both of those things. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So now using, using the, the online calendars and then, I was very much using the passion planner um, Mm -hmm. and that was super helpful. It's been with like COVID and with this time, I haven't been as much, but I know that when I sit down and do that, I I just feel better doing it. Like it's, it's, I guess it's not weird, but for somebody who doesn't know, somebody who kind of bucks against structure, but but likes things a certain way um, to learn how to use structure that it has been freeing, you know? 
Yeah. And if you're someone who, um, is a type A personality, like it probably helps to have something to organize your thoughts in a place where you can see them organized. And it's like, yeah. okay, this is what I am working on right now. This is mm -hmm. the goal. <laughs> and, and yeah. That's been like a big thing, um, working with like Hannah, just like having like weekly check-ins to where it's like, at least over time, it's like, she knows what I'm trying to do. Um, and so then week to week kind of like talking with somebody again, like you, you like, there's different ways you can do this. So like doing your course, um, taking classes, taking these challenging yourself and showing mm -hmm. up, um, it's great. So mm -hmm. I don't know what tangent we're going down here, but organization. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so that was a question I have for you. Like. Yeah. artistically mm -hmm. um what are you up to how are you taking care of your artist self mm. during this time um and also like kind of what do you do because i mean i've seen some of your work in the studio so i know you're a great singer i know you're a great actor um are there other ways that you express your art and explore your art yeah um so what I've been doing is uh, I have been in JWS online every month um, since it started. I, again, it's that community aspect. I need it in my life. Mm -hmm. um, also the organization. Um, I need structure in my day um, to know that I need to be somewhere is yeah. um, very important to me and always has been. Um, I'm, I'm literally looking up at my calendar right now because it makes me really happy to see. Um, Anyway, so do you have multiple written calendars? I have a dry erase board that is a weekly calendar. And nice. then I have underneath it, inspired by Jenna Pestuzic, um, I have different like to-do lists for each project that I'm working on. Um, so yeah, it's like I have times written into my calendar where I've got like big chunks of blank space. And in that time I ask myself like, what do I need right now? And if it's, if I have the time and the capacity, I'm like, oh, these are the to-do things that I have to do that don't necessarily have a due date on them. And yeah. I can check in with that. That's what I have for that. Um, but to answer the question <laughs> about uh, artistry, so being in JWS online has really kept me in touch with my artist self. I also just took, um, by just, I think it's been like almost two months since it ended, but preparing a role uh, over the summer, um, I was working on a dream role that was, I was working on Joe and Little Women. And in this class, you kind of go through the, the pre-work process up until when you would start a rehearsal process of digging into the script and really doing a lot of script analysis. I'm such a like nerd that way. Um, I love getting into characters' heads and like figuring out what makes them tick and like who they are. And um, it's, it's one of my favorite parts of why I do what I do as an actor. Um, I've been singing every day. Um, and as far as other things, I write, I have a blog that I share my aha moments um, on my blog. Um, I also write some other things that I don't necessarily like 
feel I need the need to put out into the world. I have written short stories. I have written like some poetry. I don't think it's great, but um, it it is really helpful for me. Um, and that's really all it is. It's a way for me to express. Um, and I find it very healing um, to be able to express in that way. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that community has really been kind of my, my saving grace during this time. Yeah, me too. Um, how did you, like, when did you start taking classes there and how did you find out about the studio? (laughs) Uh, well, I started taking classes there. Oh, geez. I, like three and a half years ago, I think. Um, and how did I find out about it? Well, I, how did I find out about it? I think uh, someone, so, I don't, someone had told me about the studio, um, just kind of like in a conversation and I, in whatever conversation this was part of, like had gone online and gotten on her email list and was on her email list for a year before I ever signed up for class. Mm-hmm. Um, and the thing that finally made up, made me sign up for class was I was kind of like going through a breakup situation. I needed a bit of a change. Um, and someone suggested to me, like, why don't you try and sign up for something that, like a class that you've never signed up for before, like get to know someone new, someone else's you know, style of working and like put yourself somewhere else other than wallowing in your sadness. So enter Jen Waldman and life has never been the same. Yeah. I, my intro was shift. Mm, (laughs) Such a good intro. Yeah. It was like uh, January and it was like a similar thing. Like it was I, the only reason I signed up for that class was because I was like new. Um, I don't know if I missed the first email for January classes, but all of a sudden there was an email, Hey, there's still some classes in shift. And I wanted to do more of like a studio class. And, but it was like, you know, it was going to be January new year. And it was like, I, I thought of it. I know it was like, I'm sure it's kind of said what it was, but I was just sort of like, okay, whatever, business of acting, mindset, whatever, you know what I mean? I'll get something out of it. (laughs) And holy shit, like the first day was just like, like, aha, like it was just like explosions in my head of just like, oh, this is more than anything what I need Mm. right now. And (laughs) kind of full circle, like it's like, it's because, yes, like to be an actor and pursue acting in New York City, you need to be very good at the craft of acting, um, mm-hmm. singing, all of those things. But one of the hardest things about acting is like that audition process, is the constant mm-hmm. rejection. Um, and, and just living here is not necessarily an easy city. So yeah, working on mindset and holy shit, like, wait a second, like, I forgot 
that there was like a reason why I wanted to do all of this in the first place. Yeah. You know, I, it's so, it's, it's crazy to me how easy it is to forget that. Um, I think that a lot of us, I don't know if this was, I don't remember if this was your experience. You went to a training program, right? Mm-hmm. At university. Yeah. Um, I think that while they're great, um, she says with trepidation, um, no, they have their strengths and they, they have their purpose. But I, I think that especially in training programs, like it's easy to forget the reason that we started doing this. Like, what is it about theater that lights you up? Like, what is it about it that so many people say, well, I can't do anything else. Like it's indescribable. Right. Um, and I feel that, you know, you go through a training program and, and it's very, uh, the at least this was my experience the education was very linear it was very like put in a box um and it kind of needs to be to fit into a curriculum um which kind of sucks because you can't fit art into a curriculum um or self-expression into a curriculum um i don't think i've ever said those words out loud so (laughs) If someone has a way, please let me know. Um, but I, I really don't think you can do that. Uh, you just can't. If art is a reflection of humanity, you can't fit humanity into a box. Um, so I, I think that. One you, second. Okay. Sorry about that. That's a-okay. Both sides. Um, But you can't fit humanity into a box. Yeah, you can't fit humanity into a box. And then when you get out into the world, it's like, and I think that a lot of us are recognizing this during this time when there's nothing to audition for in the musical theater realm, really, um, that you're always working for something. Like, there's always, like... um, like material to learn for a callback or, um, you know, I working on this 16 bar cut, 32 bar cut for an audition. Um, I have to go to this place, this place and this place and get myself in front of this casting director because they also cast that project and like forgetting that we're artists. And I, that is kind of what I have been I didn't realize over the last three years, three and a half years that I've been returning to, but the pandemic has allowed me the space to realize like, and own like, Hey, I'm an artist and this is, you know, what I do. Like, this is why I got into this in the first place. And it's so easy for so many of us to forget. Um, I've, I've even heard people talking about outside of the JWS community, people talking about and some people within um well i have to learn this thing so that i can put it into my audition book and like audition for this show and it's so hard to get out of that mindset and it's so hard and scary to take ownership over 
our, our artistic identity because I don't know that it's as valued as it should be. Mm -hmm. yeah. I think I just went off on a tangent, but. <laughs> no, no, but that, this show is all about, all about that. Love um, a tangent. Cause yeah, like, so I, I went back to school. So like I, I started working like after high school in Seattle, um, off and on and, mm. and should have, I mean, should have is a, a trigger word for me. Mm. Um, because it's not helpful necessarily. Mm -hmm. um, it's not helpful to my current circumstances because who knows? And it's also, yeah, there's, uh, I have two thoughts about school. Like one of the things about going back to school is some of my lifelong friends mm -hmm. now um, were made in the time that I went back to school. And I was like probably 24 when I went back. So I was a little mm -hmm. bit older, but like I was still young enough and I got to start as a sophomore. Um, I was still young enough to like, I don't know, kind of probably have like a big brother thing, but like, mm -hmm. I wasn't like, they still saw me as like their you know what I mean? Like I was able to get into the tribe, even though I was like a little bit older. Yeah. Um, and for me, having worked and dealt with like the professional world a little bit, and then coming back to school, I kind of had a way to navigate it for myself. Mm. However, I did buck against the school all the time. And like, I could have dropped out like in the first semester to to play Romeo um, at like a theater and like, mm. ah, these things kick, you know, there are <laughs> I things I go back on. Um, yep. I ended up with major college bills that I'm still dealing with to this day. So that's like a big issue I have with it. Um, definitely don't think it put me in a better place career-wise. Um, just because of what my experience was before but I will say like it because of my peer group and because of some of the experiences I do think I grew in, as a person in a way that like I can't explain 100% um, one of the things though that you're talking about that I think was I really bucked against the whole time was there was this underlying fear I think that was being taught by mm -hmm. well-meaning teachers trying to prepare people for how messed up the industry can be, how brutal right. it can be. Um, yeah. So kind of trying to, to tell people that they need to do these things in order for this to happen. And if this doesn't happen, their life will be over. It's kind of how it's presented. Yeah. Um, but that's not a sustainable way to be. Like, even if you do have like professional success if you're not healthy like mm -hmm. you're not healthy and it's like with this business there are I don't care who you are there are going to be ups and downs yes. um, and so I guess like it's like one of the things I love about the studio is the idea of yeah in addition to becoming great 
artists in the realm of like acting, musical theater, that while we're doing that, we should also be working to be great people, mm-hmm. um, not connected to like, you know what I mean? That that's a part of who we are, but it's not all that we are. And that's like one of the most important things yes. I think that the studio is getting right that I think a lot of programs are getting wrong, frankly. Um, yeah. I think they're starting to get there because I do, I have come around to the idea of and kind of think about, I like the connection of like actor and athlete. Yeah. So kind of the level of preparation, if you really want to play at the highest level, it takes a lot of work. Mm-hmm. Um, however, like Michael Gervais, who I found out about from Jen Waldman mm-hmm. um, and what Michael Gervais talks about again is it's like, it comes back to the, the mind mm-hmm. uh, and like what and setting up goals and and that the goals the thing about them is it's like you can we can prepare for specific roles mm-hmm. doesn't mean that we're going to get them unless we produce them ourselves but just because you don't get the role like if you prepare for a little win, hopefully you will like play that role at some point right I, I but the, so. <laughs> but you know the other thing though like mm-hmm. the other thing is you will play a role that you're going to originate like oh. you know what i mean that I like that's something and who knows what it is but like something from that preparation that you've already done is going to make you uniquely like qualified and it's gonna make that original role that you're gonna do so much better. Yeah, yeah, it is It is all about the preparation and the, I mean, uh, people say all the time process over product, right? Like it, it really is process over product. And I think that that is what, you know, not to knock university programs, like that's not, you know, I went to one, you went to one, like we, there's, so much value in them. And I think that the way that they're articulating that it's about the process is, could be better. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, because it's, again, like trying to put humanity into a box. Like I, I in college never would think like, well, I could originate a role that's similar to Joe, like, or that I could take things that I learned from working on Joe in a class situation or like just for fun um because it's what i love um and put that into this role and take what i've learned from that process and put it into this process um i never would have thought of doing that when i was you know in university program and it took getting out of school and um actually like putting into practice what I, what we do in the world for me to recognize that that's a possibility. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, I know you've mentioned it a few times, but where's the best place for people to follow you, um, both as an artist and like seeking purpose if they want to do like why discovery and stuff like that. Yeah. So um, for 
Seeking Purpose, uh, if you want to find out more about that, that is seekingpurposeonline.com. Um, and for both Seeking Purpose and Artist, my Instagram is just at Becca Brunel. And those are the two best places to find me. Mm-hmm. And my website, my artist website is beccabrunel.com. And your artist website, does it have links to the other side too? Yes, it is connected. Um, my blog is connected to both of yeah. the websites, uh, which is also called Seeking Purpose. Is the That's, blog. Uh, I'm starting, I, I had a blog on Medium, um, mm. but I, yeah, I'm going to start. I just kind of been redid my website. So I'm going to start hopefully a daily so blog funny. on there. That's the goal. It's Ooh. always the goal. Um, but it's one of those things where it's the Seth Godin idea, just write daily. Every day. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. And there is something about doing that publicly. But I mean, yeah, I just have no idea how that even works. You know what I mean? Um, it's yeah. An um, well, that's exciting. It's it, life is an experiment. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on. I tell people all the time, like, hi, first time human. Like we're yeah. all first time humans. Yeah. So you're just figuring it out uh, as we go, which is all any of us are doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't wait to read your daily blog. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see. Well, actually, I'll write, I'll write something today. <gasps> yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, is there anything else you want to talk about today? Um, I feel, I feel pretty, pretty complete. We've covered a lot of ground here. Yeah. Very exciting ground. This is a very stimulating conversation. Um, oh, there's a cap on how many people can sign up um oh, is yes. there like if like is there a day deadline for people to sign up so registration is not yet open right. um i am maybe though by the time we release this oh yes okay um so the deadline would just be before, before. november 1st mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it is first come first serve. So if it is, if it is full, then we'll catch you next time. Are you uh, reading or watching anything that's like particularly exciting you right now? Mm. Am I reading or watching? I just started reading Untamed, uh, Glennon Doyle's book. Um, it is so good so far. Although I've only read two chapters, so uh, to be continued. Is that about- Um, it's, it is essentially like her memoir in getting back to, um, herself and, and really kind of undoing some of the, uh, ways in which we have been put into like confined cages. Like she, she kind of starts out by talking about, um, how wild animals in captivity, like the, the zookeeper said about this. Uh, cheetah in captivity uh, her daughter asked well how does or someone I don't know if it was her daughter but someone asked how 
does the cheetah miss the wild? And they're like, well, she, the cheetah was bred in captivity, so it doesn't know any different. Um, and then her daughter pointed out to her, like, doesn't it look like the cheetah knows that there's something more out there, that it's meant for, uh, <laughs> it's meant for something more. If you know a little women, that is a little woman reference. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, it's from astonishing. Um, but that it's meant for something more that there's that there's a life that it's supposed to be living that you know it just has a feeling that there are these like big wide open like planes that it's supposed to be running across and um that it's not meant to be kept in captivity and so it's kind of relating that to her own life and how she kind of released herself from captivity um so that's been fascinating anything that i'm watching I'm always watching Gilmore Girls, have been since 20 years because it's been on TV for 20 years now. Um, It's my favorite show of all time and it brings me a lot of comfort. Lorelai used to be a regular at Ed's Lobster Bar um, where I worked at up to the pandemic. Stop. Yes. Oh, oh. I I would not have been able to continue my work. (laughs) Very nice. She's, She's very nice in real life. Oh, good. I'm so glad to hear that. Um, and I'm also watching the Netflix original series. What is it? Is it called Unwell? Yeah. Yeah. Which is I had a hard time. I had a hard time. Like, I didn't get, I haven't finished that one. We'll see. Yeah. Um, I watched The Social Dilemma, though, on Netflix. That was on uh, my list. Yeah. Yeah. What are you watching, Alec? Love Lovecraft count Love Lovecraft country. I haven't heard of that. Oh yeah, it's like um, executive produced by Jordan Peele and J.J. Abrams, and it's all about like racism in the fifties and like sci-fi. Um, yeah. Where can and I it, find this? HBO. Okay. Yeah. Lovecraft country country yeah um there was a book i don't know i like i don't know the story behind the book there's a book that inspired it but um yeah Mm. i don't think you need to read the book first on this one because i think it's kind of yeah okay you could but i i haven't i'll make i'll check it out later but this is it's a thing i love jordan peele so i'm definitely yeah. gonna check that out it's very the most recent episode actually felt super jordan peele so definitely check oh. it out you'll see i can't, I can't even say i can't even say anything more about it like oh that have, is totally fine leave it up to there's also uh but they they'll say it after every episode but there's a podcast that corresponds um with it so after it they unpack a lot of the history um, and have really good discussions um, about it. Ooh, so, I feel like I'm about to go down a rabbit hole. Yeah. Right. Cool. cool. Well, um, thank you for sitting down and talking with me. This was a real pleasure. Yeah, thanks for inviting me. This has been so lovely. Yeah. Um, do you have any final parting thoughts or words of wisdom? Parting or have you thoughts. Why? Again. Words of wisdom. Um, <laughs> my why is to create human connections so that others feel known. And I guess with that, 
is, I guess, just a challenge for to connect to someone that you have been feeling pulled to connect to today. I love it. Challenge accepted. Well, thank you, because I was looking forward <laughs> to this one. So, Yeah, me wow. too. Oh, it's so good to see you and chat with you. Um, and shoot me, like, a, if you remember, I'll, I'll be looking out for it, but um, when it is live, when sign-up's live and everything like that. Yes, I will. I will. Hopefully by the end of this week, I will have everything kind of ready to ship. Cool. That's my goal. Well, congratulations. Um, Thank I'll you. Look forward to seeing. Thank you. All right. All right. Have Thanks a good so much, Alex. You Bye. too. So that was my conversation with the great Becca Brunel. Check her out. Follow her on Instagram. Follow the links in the show notes. Um, and if you're looking for some purpose, some clarity of purpose, um, I highly, highly, highly recommend taking advantage of the Purpose Seeker training program. The links are in the show notes. Sign up for that. It is filling up fast. And it starts in six days, um, maybe five days from today, um, depending on when you are hearing this. Um, sign up. Basically, sign up by the end of Halloween weekend. But if you're listening to this before that, sign up today, right now. Links are in the show notes. Um, it will help you out. I promise you. Um, I've been super happy to be involved with a number of different programs like this throughout the course of the pandemic. And um, it's just given a lot. Now, (laughs) right now, there's a lot on the plate. I'm in the middle of something called the Big Ideas Lab, um, which several people have mentioned. Um, I think Becca mentioned it. I know Lily mentioned it. A number of people, guests have done that course. Um, I'm in the middle of that. And there's a lot of things going on right now. Um, But it's super helpful to me knowing what my why is and coming back to that. That doesn't make everything easy. Um, There's still a lot of work to do. Um, And as these things go, um, you do meaningful work. There's going to be more work and opportunities that are going to come to you. Um, And that can be crazy making. um, But it's so, so worth it. So I highly recommend... Um, If you want to kind of shift some things in your life, this is a great opportunity. You will thank yourself um, 30 days after. That's my experience. um, And I hope you'll you'll take that. Um, So like I said, links are in the show notes. Make that investment in yourself. Um, I personally know um, you will benefit from working with Becca. So yeah. I'll leave it at that. Um, I think I've said it enough. I think I've put in enough redundancy in what I'm saying there. Um, But yeah, I just, I really want to see people grow and flourish during this time. Um, You know, it's a hard time, but it's also a great opportunity. So take advantage of it. Make the most of it. Take care of yourself. um, Be well. And, you know, I, I... Took a little bit of time off, so sorry for the delay in in new episodes. I have a bunch in the can. Um, the work continues, like I said. I'm super grateful for work happening and, and different projects happening. Um, and this one is very important to me, this podcast, because this podcast is my why in action, I hope. So 
seeking to elevate people so that together we can reach new heights. I hope you enjoyed that conversation with Becca Brunel. If you are interested, I hope you will sign up for that course. If you enjoy this podcast and the guests we have on, uh, please subscribe, rate, review, share. Um, if there's somebody or some idea you think you know needs to be on here, please reach out and let me know. You can find me on social media. You can find me, you know, in these streets and these Bushwick streets. Um, yeah, I'm I'm easy to find, uh, and I'm here. I'm here for it. I'm here for you. Thank you very much for listening. I hope that you will pursue your big idea, the change you want to see in the world. I hope you will take some action um, in making that happen right now, wherever you are. You're in the perfect place to begin, Um, and you're in the perfect place to do that every single day, every single moment. It's always the right time. So, Thank you very much for listening. Have a good one, and I will talk to you soon. Peace.